According to the National Institute of Mental Health, 72% of entrepreneurs struggle with their mental health. According to a study by Michael Freeman, entrepreneurs are 50% more likely to report having a mental health condition. And as realtors with many stressors and many moving pieces in our work and a deep drive to grow our businesses, these statistics can seem all too real to us. In this episode, I want to open up about the importance of caring for your mental health and how systems and delegation can help prevent burnout, anxiety, and overwhelm. In this episode, we're talking about how you can cut your work time down and be able to focus on the most important income-producing activities without sacrificing your well-being. Hey there, I'm Allie. And I'm Zach, and we're realtors in Madison, Wisconsin. We've ditched all the cheesy sales tactics and sleazy scripts to craft a real estate business we truly love using the power of social media and beyond. We created the Social Agents Club podcast to give you simple step-by-step strategies and systems to transform your business, give you more freedom, and help you do more of what you love and less of what you don't. If you're a go-getter realtor who wants a strong foundation and a badass referral generating community around you, and you don't want to be boring, this podcast is for you. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Hello, everybody. Allie and Zach Fiegel are here. In the house. In the house. And hey, Zach is back. I know uh, I haven't been here the past couple podcasts. People have been calling up. So today I'm coming back. Now, I, I need to say I have uh, recently taken ill. So I might uh, sound a little different here and I, I'm be covering up some coughs. So disclaimer. <laughs> disclaimer. Taken ill? Fallen ill? I've fallen ill. All right. Well, today, this is a topic I'm really excited about. Uh, it is all about mental health, which is very important to me, especially as of recent. Um, and at first, when I wrote this podcast episode and wrote my notes for it, it was all about... Um, using automation and delegation to, you know, increase your sales so you can work more on on your business and get more clients and whatever. But, you know, I was reviewing this today, I wrote this a while ago, and reviewing it today, I'm like, uh, I want to take a different spin on this. Mm, so, it up. yes, same, I mean, we're going to talk about automation and delegation, my, like, favorite some of my favorite things i feel like i say that in every podcast episode especially the last one i got really excited about setting boundaries in your business mm -hmm. so this relates in a way to set boundaries in your business um you know you can have those systems in place automate as much as you can and delegate as you know as much as you can um so that you are not working 24 7 and you don't struggle with the burnout and the exhaustion and the overwhelm and oh my goodness the list goes on and i think this really hits close to home for me because recently at the time of recording this podcast uh i took a leave of absence from work for a few months um because i was really struggling with my mental health i was struggling with severe anxiety um depression and just totally losing interest in everything and our marriage was struggling and my motherhood was not going well <laughs> so lots of things were going wrong and I said you know what I need to just like stop and reevaluate what I'm doing so anyways I'm doing much much better now and on the other side of this 
I really noticed um, the reason that it got so bad, I think, uh, my mental health got so bad and I was struggling with it so bad is because I didn't even have time to think about myself or care for myself because I was just so busy with work. And no matter how many systems you have in place and whatever, like sometimes things can just kind of get a little bit out of hand, right? Yes. I was staying up way too late in the night working and then I was just not functioning at my best self and just the constant pressure of doing more and more and more and and building your business and having this podcast episode out, you know, yeah. two months in advance and whatever, you know, it's just that perfectionism can get the best of you. So anyways, I think that after taking that break, reevaluating, I'm doing much, much better now and excited about work. And I have like a new um, energy around my work and the podcast and real estate and my membership and all this stuff. Um, I'm really grateful that I took the time to get my stuff figured out. Mm -hmm, totally. <laughs> so anyways, um, a big part of this has been revamping my schedule. So I'm not working all the time. Um, I'm taking like chunks of time to with really, you know, focused work time chunks, I guess call it, you can call it like a marathon of work, mm. uh, a few times a month and then saying no to a lot of things, mm -hmm. which has been hard and good. So anyways, this topic uh, is very near and dear to my heart because our business kept running mm -hmm. uh, really well. <laughs> it was gone, I would say, right? Yeah, it was still a, still a machine. It's still a machine. And I'm really grateful for that. And I'm really passionate about helping other realtors um, be able to do this as well. So that if you go to Disney World, which is also on my mind because we just booked our trip to Disney. Yeah. Um, which might be happening like right around the time this episode is airing. But anyways, uh, what, you know, if you need to take a break or step away, how can your business run without you? So I'm really excited to jump in. All right. So let's start about, let's start talking about like automation or how you can think about this. So if you're doing anything, uh, in your business or whatever, more than three times, you should think about how you can delegate that task to anyone somebody else. And, uh, you know, sometimes that someone can be your computer, right? Mm -hmm. There's so much like tech that is available to us that is like absolutely insane that can take so much work off your plate. So anyways, in my last episode, we talked about like the hustle culture and how prevalent that is in the real estate industry and in um, entrepreneurship. And we talked about just fighting against that and creating some margin in your life. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I mean, listen to the rest of this one, but go back and listen to that one too, because it it was a good one. I got really fired up about it. That's cool. <laughs> I like that, creating some margin in your life. I've never heard that. Well, we talked about, well, okay, it was just me. You weren't on that one. But I talked about, um, you know, like you wouldn't hopefully let your bank account drain to zero dollars. Mm. But we at least I struggle with draining my like time account down to zero or mm -hmm. like negative. <laughs> so anyways, thinking about that margin. And then we talked about taking a day off each week and vacations and just really taking control of your business or your business isn't controlling you. Right. That's why uh, probably a lot of us started in real estate or entrepreneurship is because we wanted that freedom right? We don't want a boss to tell us what to do. <laughs> we don't want to work the nine to five, uh, but we don't want to trade the nine to five for a 
9 a.m. to 9 a.m., right? Right. <laughs> Whatever. Anyways, um, we also talked about how important systems are and the role that systems play in fighting against the hustle culture, not working 24-7, um, and how those systems play a huge role in setting up boundaries in your business and balancing your work with your life. Mm. So the bottom line, you're more than just a realtor, right? And there is a way to run your business without it running you. And I think at least like when I first started real estate and for quite a few years, I felt like I always had to answer my phone. Mm -hmm. um, I also always had to like drop everything to, you know, write an offer, which sometimes you right. do. Um, you know, can you talk about that experience at all? Yeah. I mean, I think with uh, time and experience and getting these systems and everything organized, it, it creates confidence. Um, and that confidence can be demonstrated in the case of less anxiety. Oh, yes. Which is another boundary. <laughs> Did you take some uh, cold medicine or yeah, that was a great. That was I thought that it started good. <laughs> it was really, really, really good, and then it and then it tanked. So, okay, so also part of my boundaries is I need to not spend so much time editing this these podcasts. Yeah. So in all transparency, we're not going to edit this uh, one as much. We'll see how it goes. So, Merry Christmas to Merry all of Christmas you that you get to hear all of all of the occasional nonsense. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Yes. In the last episode, we also talked about these two questions to ask yourself with anything that you're doing uh, in your business. Okay. Number one, how can I never do this again? Mm -hmm. And number two, how can this never happen again? So we talked about a few tips in the last episode. And then in this one, we talked about more of like number two, how can this never happen again when things go wrong? And, you know, kind of talking a little bit about anxiety, whatever, but this episode, we're talking more about number one, uh, how can I never do this again? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so for me, like an example of something I never want to do again is like updating my database. Right. Yeah. Like I was never wasting a lot of time uh, going through, you know, I'm a stickler about my database and um, the marketing that I use on my, on my database and the people that I know, right. Past clients and all that stuff. And I was spending an absolutely ridiculous amount of time making sure all of those lists were constantly updated. Um, anyways, so we want to talk about automation and delegation today. And then specifically, I want to talk to any of you realtors who are listening who maybe don't have like a team backing you up. So if you're going at this as a solo agent or like a really small team, there's still a way to delegate a lot of your work and then still maintain the integrity of what your business stands mm. for, which is very important to me. Like that. Um, yes. So you can still maintain like the, the personal side of your business, but also delegate. Mm-hmm. All right. So first off in this kind of switching your mindset around delegation, I want you to think of what goal you want to achieve, right? In your business and then operate out of that goal. So we're talking about like scalability of your business. Can you do what you're doing now when you have 10 transactions a year? Probably. Yes. Can you do it when you have 30 mm. or what about 40 or 75 or a hundred? How are you setting yourself up for success um, in your systems so that you don't, well, 
to put it not very lightly, go crazy (laughs) (laughs) when you get busy. All right. So the level of your systems or the like how well your systems work is going to determine how big your business can grow. Right. Um, So for me, and in talking with some other agents, I think that a lot of us may struggle with um, automation or delegation because it's easy to think like, well, it needs to come from this, whatever needs to come from my voice. And right. I don't want it to sound canned, like a canned response or whatever. So anyways, for, let's talk about CRM. So my first CRM, we got we had a nice CRM with our company. Yeah. But I chose to mm. make note cards, Gary Keller style. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Uh, I had a little like recipe box or whatever, mm. and I had note cards and I would write down everyone's name. I had them organized alphabetically. And then I would write like just physically write down like when I followed up with them and yep. what they would say. So cool. that was really cool. You know what? It really worked. It, it works great too. And, and you I, did it and it was with you. It was with you just carried this box around. This I, put, box. I put stickers all over put it. Stickers remember? all over it. You took it everywhere you went. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. So that was, you know what? It really worked. But very quickly I learned I can't really keep up with that. Unfortunately, that breaks my heart because yeah. I really loved that. You did it for a while too. But anyways, I knew that something had to change. I yeah. had to I had to branch out. You had to embrace technology. I did, which is just so funny because now I'm like somehow seen as this tech person. And I'm <laughs> like, wow, how did I end up here? But anyways, the key with automation is that, yes, we do not want things to sound uh, canned or boring or generic, right? The key is we want to figure out how to do automation, but make it authentic, Mm -hmm. authentic automation. It still represents yourself and your business, right? But it's taking a lot of the work off your plate. So how can we make things easier for us without taking out that personal side, right? Right. So first up, let's talk about what kinds of things you should delegate. And next we'll talk about some super simple and tangible ways that you can start delegating today. And remember the spin on this, because of where I am at the time of recording this is about more than just your business, right? It's more than just about the numbers, um, how many houses you sell, how much money you make, whatever. It's about getting your life back. And that's so important, um, especially for me in this Mm. season of my life. Um, I just can't tell you how important that is, right? Definitely. You can never get that time back, (laughs) whether it's with your your spouse or your children or just your family or even just you know time right to not be consumed with anxiety mm-hmm. anyways i'll get off my soapbox or whatever <laughs> okay so first you need to decide your core activities that you absolutely cannot delegate right so some of that is going to be like current client follow up right like mm-hmm. if there's an inspection you probably need to you know whatever uh, or some area of your marketing or prospecting, your networking groups, like, you know, ways you're meeting new people that you you have to show up, right? Um, so decide on those core activities. So in order to like delegate and figure out how you're going to do this, you do have to be organized. So is, there is some like front front work? Yeah. Leg work? Leg work okay. on the front end. On the front end. There we go. <laughs> we got there. We got there, right? Yeah. So 
we need to figure out those core activities. And then beyond that, we need to know exactly what happens at each step of your customer journey and each step of your business so that you can figure out which areas are going to be your core ones and which ones are, you can delegate. So I am um, obsessed with the customer journey. I have other podcast episodes about it. Uh, I talk about four phases. We're going to review them later, but that's what I'm talking about with the customer journey, how they start as a new lead um, and then go through, you know, the whole home buying or selling process with you. So it's important to really break down that stuff. Again, we're going to talk about that later, but also think about your strengths and weaknesses and really just be honest with yourself and see how you can delegate, delegate what you're not great at. And I think that's been huge for us. Uh, you know, we always say we're, we're a team, but it's really just me and, and Zach. Oh, uh, <laughs> so I think, um, in speaking with other agents and my experience myself, sometimes it's really hard to give up control in your business. Right. Totally. But I think for us, when the pandemic hit and our daughter was, uh, not a baby anymore that laid there while I could get work done, <laughs> we had to like. Zach and I had to really split up our roles. Yeah. Which was hard at first, mm -hmm. right? Um, Took a long time to kind of figure it out. Piece right. It together. Yes. Um, so that I could stay home with Phoebe a little bit more. So. Yeah. Once we figured it out, though, it was like well-oiled machine. Yes. So some of this is like the hardest part is letting go. But then once you kind of figure it out and get into a rhythm, it can change your life. And like it's crazy because i so i don't even do showings anymore zach does all the showings and i had a really hard time okay this is so dumb but this podcast is about vulnerability and authenticity i struggled because of my pride mm. <laughs> i wanted to have my closings in the mls like oh, under name, your name yes under my name yep. i wanted them listed um because i wanted to look and see how many closings i had so that personally was a, a really hard thing for me. That's true. You let that all go. I know I did. That was a big deal yeah. to me, remember? Well, understandably. <laughs> I worked hard to get this client and I went, yeah. whatever. Anyways, I really had to give that up, which was embarrassingly very difficult for me. Um, and now I can't like the anxiety, so much anxiety is lifted. And for you, like the same thing, just a little bit reverse, like you didn't like, yeah. Keeping up with the database oh and all gosh, that gosh. stuff. Yeah. And it's like, Zach is so much better at the showings. And I hope you think I'm good at database. Oh database. my gosh, you're so good at this. <laughs> this whole time I'm listening to you, I'm like, wow, you're just like so smart. Oh, wow. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can't cut that out. Uh, so anyways, uh, it's amazing when you give up that control and you really just decide, okay, like my daughter or whatever for us, like, you know, somebody being able to be um, home with my daughter is, is important, more mm -hmm. important than uh, my name listed on the MLS for every closing. That is so embarrassing to admit, but I don't know if that really, anyone will relate to that. Yeah. I hope somebody Some, does. One of our but... millions of listeners for sure is <laughs> nodding their head in their car saying, yeah. Yes. Yes, girl. Me too. Oh man. Okay. So anyways, it's really, um, can be very hard to let go, but that does not mean it's the wrong thing to do. So anyways, 
So think about those strengths and weaknesses and what you enjoy doing in your business and keep doing that and then try to see how you can delegate or automate whatever um, to somebody else or to technology or whatever. Um, so I love this quote. I think me and you came up with this when we were doing our really embarrassing live videos on Facebook. Oh, good old days. Yeah, we would like make fun of like <laughs> a lot of the like... Um, what are they called? Quotes that are supposed to be like encouraging. Oh, like motivation. Motivational oh, quotes. Oh. Okay. So we said where there's a will, there's a way for someone else to do it. Ooh, write that down. I thought it was so good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so anyways, a little work is going to take you a long way here. So a lot of resources out there, like talk about delegating um, and hiring people, right? But if you're not in a place to do that financially, or you just don't necessarily want to start up a team and have other people do all this stuff, whatever, it can get a little bit complicated. I want to give you a peek inside our business because it's just us. So we're going to pull back the curtain and show you how our business runs smoothly without um, the burnout, right? Well, yeah. some burnout. Some normal, burnout. Yeah, we gotta, burnout. yeah, we got to be realistic about that. But even when I took a break uh, for a few months, it was still running, okay? So we're going to talk about three main areas of your business. So we have marketing, right? Servicing, and then growing your database. Um, so I'm going to show you how we do this so you can take what you want and start implementing for your own business in each of these three areas. So marketing being like, you know, marketing to the people you already know um, or don't know, whatever, <laughs> but uh, getting new leads, servicing. So that would be for like your current clients, right? And then growing your database. So that's like just meeting new people or social media or however you're doing that. So we're going to talk about marketing first. Perfect. How are we doing, Zach? Really good. Good. I'm still a little, a little ill over here. Yes. But I'm holding it in. You're doing great. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So marketing, it's one of my favorite things. I love it, obviously. So uh, marketing, I talk a lot about social media because for us, that's been the biggest way that we can um, market to many, many people with just like one post, right? right. Um, minimal work, maximum results, reach. reach, results. Yeah. So um, however, I think that social media marketing can get really complicated or people think it needs to be complicated or people think you need to post every day and you don't. So I want you, if you haven't listened to episode number three of this podcast, simplify your social media with three posts a week. I'm going to link it for you in the show notes um, because really you just need three posts a week. I'll give you a teaser. It's um, purposeful. So a business building post, personal, something that connects with others and engagement, something that hopefully people will like and comment. So those are the three posts you need and it can be very, very simple. What's really important about this is just finding a way to systematize your marketing efforts so you're not taking on too much and you can really stay consistent because that consistency piece is really, really huge, okay? So what I think is good is to make a list of the marketing that you actually can commit to. Um, I'm also going to give a plug to episode number 11, uh, which is our interview with Neil Mathwick of mm -hmm. Agent Rise Coaching. So good. He talks about um, really simplifying your business plan. Um, so I'm going to link that in the show notes as well. But anyways, decide which pillars you're going to take on in your business. Okay. So 
Uh, it's really hard because we have access to like so many different ways to build our business and lead generate, right? And if you do all of them, you're not going to be able to stay consistent. And then your efforts just won't, they'll be a waste, right? So especially right now, as we're getting into shiny object syndrome. Oh yeah. uh, Time season. Season. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, really clarify and like boil it down. What am I saying? Tear it down. Tear it down. Um, Okay, so this is something that we recently have done. Well, I guess at the time of this recording, I think it'll be January when this is aired. Um, But what we have done is we made on on our wall or on a door, actually, we put up, we wrote down everything that we do in our business, everything that we feel like we should do in our business and everything. What else? Yeah, maybe it's just those two, right? It was so these were on post-it notes yes. that we put on a door. Yes. So we wrote down one thing on each post-it note. On a like, post-it note. Like Facebook posts, right? Instagram reels, mm-hmm. uh, buyer seminars, blah, 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 all this stuff. And we put them on post-it notes and we put them up. Um, I'm a very visual person, so I put we put them up on the door. Yeah. And then we said, okay, like what can we take off of this? That right. was our intention. Like, mm-hmm. what can we strip away from this? Yeah. Um, and then another suggestion someone gave to us is to uh, take them all down, take all the post-its down, and only put the most important ones up. Yeah. So I don't know if you're a visual person like me. That was very yeah, helpful. Yeah, it's really, it's really good to see everything in front of us. Right. And then we had a conversation about, okay, does this really matter? Is this producing results? Whatever. You know, what's really cool about seeing it, too, is like just reflecting over time. If like five years ago in our business, there was like a hundred different little things that we were trying to do and we were all over the place and bouncing up and down. And then it's like reviewing it now. You're like, wow, there are not that many things up here. And still we can have a lot of value in removing some of these and even right winnowing it down more. Well, yes. And it's, I still get the tendency to be like, well, what else should we be doing? Do you feel that? Like I felt yeah, that sometimes. with that. What else? Yeah. We should we should be doing this or so-and-so had so much success when they did this in their business. And maybe we should do that, but like, no fight against that. Don't do that. (laughs) Commit to what actually works for you. And what works for you is going to be different than what works for us. Probably. Right. So anyways, with marketing now, I have to do a shameless plug here because I have a membership (laughs) that. I do your marketing for you, or I like take a lot of the guesswork out of it. So I'm giving you every month you get access to your three social media posts a week. I give you caption templates, suggestions. Um, You know, I just really, really simplify it. It's like plug and play templates. I give you a monthly letter idea um, that looks really nice or a postcard, um, pop by idea, client event idea, every quarter. Um, so I give you a lot of this stuff. I'm going to link that membership in the show notes and I want you to check it out. It's 47 bucks a month, um, to, you know, kind of systematize and, uh, delegate almost all of that marketing. There's Mm going to be a little bit of work that you do to make it personal, but that's what we were talking about earlier with that authentic automation or authentic delegation. So anyways, check that out. It's really incredible. It's really incredible. Check it out. Even if you're not interested, check it out. (laughs) Check it out. Check it out right now. Seriously. It's, it's really incredible. It's so jam packed. Um, it's everything we do. Yes. And it's literally everything we do. Yes. It's like that's everything that we do for marketing in our business 
um, and I really enjoy it. So I'm having a good yeah, time. It's really cool. Even if you just want to see what we do. Yes. There you go. We have four pillars for yeah. our marketing. We you do just see it right there. Well, gosh, now I'm like on the spot here because this isn't in my notes, but we do like um, a social media plan, consistent communication plan. So that includes a snail mail letter to our sphere and um an email to our sphere and like that one's a little bit broad we have a thank you plan which is like our client events and our pot buys we do those every quarter and then um we have a community builder plan which is i think the coolest part and something that stands out a little bit more is we have a vip group on facebook and a text club um and we do like prizes and giveaways and it doesn't really have anything to do with real estate but people love it so it's yeah. all about building community yeah and that is so huge because even if you have a small community, building up that, like, I don't even know, fun and like really just building up that community yeah. really strong, that can be so much more powerful than totally a million followers on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Yeah. So anyways. check it out. Seriously. So marketing, just simplify, right? Yeah. All right. Servicing your clients. So, oh, this is one I'm obsessed with as well. Okay, so servicing your current clients. Oh, this is what we did. Think of all of the communication that goes out throughout the transaction, okay? Write down absolutely everything that happens and then figure out how you can template all of those emails or, you know, as much as you can in advance. Like, get that all sorted out, right? Mm -hmm. So here's a rundown of all the emails we template out. Ooh, this is a big one. Are you ready? Write this down. Okay, so we've talked about some of these in quite a few other podcast episodes. But first off, the buyer or listing consult meeting confirmation email. Okay, so that just says, hey, we're confirmed this, this date, this time. Here's the Zoom link or whatever. Uh, we'll see you then. Next, the follow-up. So the buyer or listing consult meeting follow-up email. So we send a link to our buyer and seller packet. We give them info about lender contact info and just review our schedule. Next, obviously these might, you know, switch around or whatever, but yeah. these are what we have templated out. So they're in our Google Drive or saved in our Gmail templates so that it's super easy and we don't have to think about it, right? Mm -hmm. Our offer interest email. Oh, I love this one. I mean, this isn't quite as... Well, we'll see what the spring market brings. But anyways, this is going to get sent out to the listing agent if we have a buyer that is interested in writing an offer, um, but it's before they officially draft it up. So we ask like the age of the mechanicals, preferred closing date, or whatever is not in the MLS. We want to make sure we get that information. All right, next is an offer email. So that gets sent with our offer to the listing agent. It just gives a quick overview of our offer so that, you know, it's just organized and professional. Next is um, a buyer or seller next steps email. So if they get an accepted offer, this is going to get sent to the buyer or seller, um, you know, when they have that AO and then gives them instructions for scheduling inspections, submitting earnest money, or just like what to expect. A new AO email to the lender gets sent also. And then we also pass it off to our transaction coordinator. So we give them an overview of the offer and then send them all the docs, whatever. And then we make sure we pass it off to our transaction coordinator very smoothly, right? Just like that. Yes. 
Oh, all right. What to expect when you're inspecting. Mm -hmm. This one gives Classic. a rundown of the steps in the inspection and it reviews the definition of a defect as written in the offer, which I think is very smart. Yeah. Yeah. Get ahead of, get ahead of stuff. Get ahead of stuff. All right. So those are like the email templates we have because we were like, okay, we're, we have to write these all the time. Why are we like sitting down and writing this email? Right. That's yep. dumb. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. a bad use of time. So template all that stuff out. And then from there, our transaction manager handles most of the rest of the correspondence. Mm -hmm. Well, like, you know, a lot of it. Totally. And oh my goodness, we would literally die without our transaction coordinator. Yeah. I was talking to some other agents in our office uh, a few weeks ago, and I was really surprised because a lot of them tried out a transaction coordinator. And then that was like the first thing they got rid of. We were talking about budgeting and stuff, and that's what they were saying. That's the I couldn't imagine. Yeah. I cannot imagine. Yeah. I was like so surprised. So, anyways, to each their own. But the amount of work that our transaction coordinator takes off of our plate it's insane. is literally insane. Mm -hmm. We say we spend, I think it's three fifty per transaction now, and no. you only pay when it closes. Um, it's the just best money. It is the absolute best. It's the money. best investment I've ever made financially in my yes. life. Yes. Oh my gosh. And hopefully and she's not listening because then she'll know. She'll jack up the <laughs> jack price on us. Only for, <laughs> only for Allie and Zach. Only for Allie and Zach. Five thousand dollars for closing. Yeah. But um, I just remember it was really hard for me to bite the bullet and hire a transaction coordinator because I was a control. I am a control freak, and I wanted to know everything. And um. I, it was hard because I was really broke, you know, and I didn't want to, $300 is $300, you know, like I didn't feel like I was in a position to do that. But my business coach, Neil Mathwig, uh, really encouraged me and said, you know what, like you need to do this because you are stressed. <laughs> you have a lot of anxiety. So hands down, best money we've ever spent. It She helps ensure our timelines are not being missed, which is huge. We're not waking up in the middle of the night and double checking our timelines, right? Um, and like the, the communication is just the customer experience is mm. just like so much better than we could ever do. Yeah. Constant communication. Yes. She is literally the lifeblood of our business. So yeah. hire someone before you think you're ready is our that's what I would do. 10 times we, out of 10. That's what we did. And it was, it was a hard, um, thing to do, but it was great. So anyways, our transaction coordinator sends that, and then we send out our post-closing email. Uh, it has our like preferred vendors or like you know, roofer recommendations, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And um, we tell them, hey, make sure that you look out for our client event invites now that you're um, Fiegel Team homie. Homie. Yes. So those are the emails that we have templated out. You can save these emails in your Google Drive, but also you can save these email templates like in your Gmail. So like when you draft up an email, there's like three little dot, dot, dot buttons in the bottom right corner. You can click on that and then save the draft as a template. So you like type up the email in a new email window, click those little three dots and say save as template. And so instead of like going through and searching in your Google Drive, you can just open a new email and then choose that template that you need right within that email. It's crazy. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I was excited about that. So there's there's so much that you can like um, automate, you know, not necessarily whatever. There's so much you can automate and have those emails actually sent out automatically. But this is just a way to like just 
get all that stuff out. Um, so you don't have to like reinvent the wheel every time you're, you know, submitting an offer like, oh, what am I supposed to write in here or like whatever. Totally. Huge. Very important. Okay. Next up, let's talk about growing your database. So we had the like three areas of your business, marketing, servicing your current clients, and then growing your database. So updating your database. We talked about this a little bit too. We know this needs to be happening daily so that our business can grow. Um, but it's so annoying and it's such a tedious task. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about kind of how we solidified this and map this out. So first we clarified when someone gets added to our database, right? And then we automated that with Zapier. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know what Zapier is, it is just the most amazing thing that can automate a lot of your, your work, connects a bunch of different apps or websites so they can talk to each other and whatever. So here's our like workflow. Okay. So earlier in this podcast, we talked really quickly about how we have four phases in our customer journey. When we think about it, phase one is the new lead. Phase two is when they've met with us for a consultation, whether that's listing or, you know, buyer consultation. Phase three is when they hand, when they have a contract and phase four is closing and after. So this is how we like update this. Okay. So Phase one, a new lead comes in. So Zapier takes their info and adds it into our CRM, which is we have Chime. And then it triggers a quote unquote warm up funnel or like a smart plan sequence that gives them more resources and tips uh, depending on whether they're buying or selling. So the goal of this like warm up funnel is to get them to schedule a meeting with us. Um, or, you know, we're also sending them like auto property alerts. And in that case, we want them to schedule a showing. It kind of depends on if you know this person or not, but we want them to schedule some kind of meeting with us, right? Totally. So phase two is when they've scheduled a consultation with us. So in this, uh, we automate that consultation reminder email. So from whenever it sees in our calendar that we have, Zach, what do you have to put it in as? We always forget. Oh, yeah name so their name yeah buyer consult then their email yes and when that happens in zach's google this is calendar, really crazy guys this is really crazy this is really cool when he when zapier which is this website sees that zach has that whatever in his calendar yeah that event title I guess uh, call it. it's automatically going to send out that email that has the confirmation date and time and the zoom link if necessary yeah guys so that's so cool so someone says zach i want to buy a house it's easy as being like okay buyer consult and then i just put it right in peter buyer consult peter at gmail.com boom yes it also sends out a seller or buyer or seller questionnaire that they fill out um and then that <laughs> with all of that information on the questionnaire it automatically gets added they automatically get added into our other database list to like bring them along in our business so there's more info on all of that process in in episode number six which is mastering your real estate database we are just like boom full of podcast resources for you if yeah, you are we're getting pretty advanced up here. we're gonna be number one on uh spotify oh soon. yeah i'm sure <laughs> so those are some ways that we like automate the new lead and the consultation process then uh in in between the consultation and the contract you know they're added into our database list so they're getting our emails they're getting our um 
monthly letters. They're in our VIP group. All of that stuff happens um, automatically because of Zapier and how it connects all of these different things. So that's really advanced. But if you like have a question about Zapier and you want to know how to do this, like I would love to talk with you. About this. <laughs> you would love, yeah, you would love. That. I would love it. I was. I had the honor and privilege of sitting in on a like mastermind with other Zapier users that were in the real estate industry. And it's just amazing. Anyways, change your life. It changed my life. I'm serious. Okay. Phase three is when someone has a contract. So in that time, when someone has a contract, we hand off to the contract or the transaction coordinator. Um, and we have a very, we talk about our transaction coordinator all the way back in the like buyer or listing consult. So we introduce them and say, she's going to, you know, she helps us make sure we're on track with everything, communication, whatever. So it's really, really seamless that handoff. So that's how we delegate that whole part of it. And phase number four is closing af after. So Zapier again, it's going to update their address in our database and then add them to our client event list and our other follow-ups for what we do after closing. So a lot of that stuff is just automated. So I'm going to add Zapier to the links in the show notes if you want to check it out. And seriously, just email me, AllieK at RealtyExecutives.com. <laughs> I would love to talk with you about Zapier. Um, and I'm also going to email or I'm also going to link the other episodes I mentioned. And I'm also going to link the sign up for my membership. If you're ready to delegate some of your social media and other marketing efforts, you should really check that out. So that was like a lot in this episode. It was a great one today. Yes. And it's all about, yes, of course, we want to grow our businesses, right? And also, we need to have we need to know the importance of our mental mental health. Because if our relationships are suffering, if our family is suffering, if we are suffering, our business is going to suffer as well. Mm -hmm. And that's miserable for you as a person and, and just like really unfortunate in your business too. Totally. And so I, there is a way to do real estate without being on call 24-7. And the best way is to build it with your sphere. <laughs> We've talked about that. And then figuring out how to streamline, how to simplify, and how to automate and delegate. Totally. And get your system. Oh, I'm just obsessed with this. <laughs> All right. So let's review quickly. We talked about the importance of your mental health. We talked about um, being able to scale your business. So if you're doing all of these things, can you maintain what you're doing at 10 transactions? Probably yes. But can you do it at the 30, at 40, 75, or 100? It's time to set up those systems so you're ready to grow. And so you're ready to grow without sacrificing your life. We talked about getting organized um, so that you can figure out where you can delegate and what are you going to be, what are going to be your core activities that you're going to do. We talked about the note, post-it note exercise of you know, figuring out everything that you do in your business or you feel like you should do and trying to take away as much as possible. We talked about just simple ways that you can start automating in those three areas with marketing, servicing your current clients, and then building or growing your database. And we talked about the four phases of the customer journey and how you can stop working so much. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a great one. It's a good one. There's a lot of gold today. Yeah. There's a lot of gold. And I'm yeah. just, I just get so fired up about it because uh really i can't believe that we're we have this business that is growing and you know we're not 
subscribing to the hustle culture, right? Mm-hmm. And we're fighting against it. Yeah. Yes. Working less, but working smarter. Right. My gosh. Yes. And it's been a lifesaver. So it's crazy. I hope this was helpful for you. Um, and yes. So listen to the po- podcast before this and this one kind of both relate to boundaries and uh, delegating and automating. So I love this stuff. Again, I'll link everything I talked about below in the show notes. And I guess we'll see you next time. Yeah. And hopefully you'll be feeling better. Hopefully we feel. I've been holding in coughs. I know. I know. <laughs> it's been I'm ready hard. to let them out. I gotta let them out. All right. All right, guys. Go sell some houses. Go sell some. Until next time, go sell some houses. From the Fiegel team. Go out and get social. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. We are so grateful to have a supportive community who also likes to get weird and have fun. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our episodes. And also, we'd be so thankful if you could leave a rating and a review for us. We'll see you next time on The Social Agents Club. Until then, make it a great day.